how many people are in your back pocket? And how many pockets do you have? I'm putting together a self-love workshop and this question came up in its development. I instantly remembered a few of my own standby passengers and my process for emptying my own pockets. So again, my self-love journey started after a nearly 10-year relationship ended. I admittedly used the old best way to get over someone advice, uh, which was extremely eye-opening because I got to see a lot of myself. It presented itself clear as day, and it was a view I really needed. It actually keeps happening. The deeper I take this work, the more of myself I'm seeing. Some I like and some I don't. Anyway, a few months and a rendezvous or two later, I was right back where I started, but this time with more clarity about the direction. I really needed to go inside and sit my ass down, like just go inside myself, you know, soul searching. And one big area that needed my attention was the need for validation, which I spoke about in love and acceptance. The more I looked at it, one way I had allowed unhealthy external validation to remain in my life was the presence of standby passengers. You know, people who really don't have a seat but are willing to feel one if given a chance. People who really aren't offering you what you need. Hell, people who are also looking for their own ace in the hole. All of them. And it's nothing against them, nothing at all. Shit, I'm 30 minutes away from being them myself. You know how people thin out their social media following ever so often? It was like that, but without the passive-aggressive undertones. I had to do it. One by one, well, okay, let me not sound like there was a stable or something. It was just a couple of historical failed connections that somehow took up just enough space to keep me entertained. And that type of time is not fair, especially to anyone looking for something real. When I knew I wanted to pull away, I did feel a little pressure. I started making excuses, saying things like, oh, well, it's harmless. It's comforting to have someone to talk to, you know, all that. Yeah, at a price, you know, it's, it's costly. So one day I, I just made the decision to bounce, to clear space in my life for the thing I said I wanted. It's the only thing I care about nowadays, love. It was hard, really hard. I was overwhelmed with how quiet it was. All that remained was me. And I was fucking angry about how painful that felt. Like, why wasn't I enough? 
I sat in romantic silence for two months. Now, that might not sound like a long time, but it is when there's an internal war happening. Like, when you don't have to be alone, it's hard to to make the choice, the hard choice, every day. Another thing I'm still doing. But after a while, though, it didn't hurt so bad, or at all, actually. I not only tolerated that silence, but I began to enjoy it. And that shocked me. Truthfully, I've never really been single before. I'm not even sure what I wanted in those situations. Just following the rules, maybe? self-love is making my own rules and that does not include a waiting room full of space fillers or kissing a bunch of frogs until I get it right no offense to frogs I use that time to strengthen myself to love on young DJ She's tough. I said it before, but in many ways, she's a scared girl trying to grow up. And daily, every single day, I have to reach in and touch her. It is exhausting, but very restorative. Clearing that waiting room was a huge step for me. It showed me how to take self-love to the next level. I'm grateful for that. And for anyone who has encouraged me along the way. I'm finding love and lovelessness. Finding freedom and love. I want a love that can cover a multitude of reactive moments because I got plenty of them. One that can hold space for me while I continue to figure things out. One from which I can learn. Anything less than that is sort of off my radar at this point. Okay, so don't get me wrong. Self-love can be found within the context of a partnership. I truly believe that. It does require a lot of honest communication, a lot of teamwork, a real desire to stay connected. All this shit is hard, but I commend anyone striving to do this work while partnered. It's difficult. Anywho, who is in your waiting room? And what do you need them for? So I was trying to figure out how how is core connection relevant here? I talk a lot about core, being core connected. Um, and I think 
when you have peace, inner peace, accepting yourself, good or bad, your sense of self is stronger. It's not so contingent upon the behaviors and thoughts of other people. Learning about who you are, separate from distractions, helps you to move differently. Assuming different is better. We all want better relationship dynamics. Sometimes having a little idea about how to attract different. So then our behavior patterns stay the same. We let the same kind of folks holler. We go to the same places and talk to the same people. All again, expecting the environment to change or the people in it. Core connection is about having clearly identified values and having your actions match the desire to live a a value-driven life. One that, that doesn't change just because someone else does. I can't tell you to clear your waiting room, but it was a step I needed to further my efforts to get aligned, to create space for me to manifest the connections I asked for with myself. Take what works, leave the rest. Thanks for the ear.